on drugs with David Birnbaum. Hey, Casey. Hi, Thanks David. How are you doing? Thanks for joining me. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, I'm, I'm interested in today's conversation because I really don't know anything about it, but we wanted to talk about uh, you're a power lifter. That's the correct uh, yes. term. Yes. Yeah. Power lifter. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested, you know. So this shows just a like a big exploration of drugs from every sort of angle, of, like all different topics. And so this was one I hadn't thought of until we talked about it. And it's steroid use, right? Steroid use in athletics, in particular. Um, and so you're someone who is steroid free and who chooses to not use steroids. And I find the you know the brief conversation we had about it, I thought was a good analogy for you know a healthy approach to drug use across all of life. But tell me about, um, tell me a bit about your athletic background and like your kind of relationship with steroids and, and in the, in yeah. the um, sport. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've been in sports in terms of like my athletic background and stuff. I've been in sports my whole life. Um, and uh, you know, I grew up, basketball, volleyball, badminton, ultimate frisbee, horse riding, swimming, skating, um, soccer. Uh, I've been, I'm all over the map. I'm like, basically I couldn't play football because my hands are too small. I can't hold the football. Um, I, I wear children's size gloves. I have the tiniest little palms. And if anyone in this world can teach me to hold and throw a football, like I will give you a million dollars because it can't be done. Um, so anyway, can't do, couldn't do football, but basically kind of everything around it. And, uh, and then when I got into university, um, didn't really have time for organized sport anymore. So I started in the gym and I just, at that point, I kind of got into a space of a little bit of, uh, like poor self-image. Um, and, then got, I started off kind of, you know, the cardio bunny running on the treadmill, doing the like booty home workout things, and then found a little bit of free weight, um, uh, free knowledge around like training with free weights. Eventually that kind of led me to some people who started lifting heavy weights. I just kind of got hooked and it's a long story, but long story short, it was off to the races from there. I just thought it was really awesome to be a tiny human and lift very heavy weights. Um, so, uh, that was kind of how I, I got, I kind of walked myself into, um, powerlifting. I've been competitively powerlifting now for over four, for four years, over four years. And, um, I keep saying that. And then it's like six months later and I'm like still saying four years, but, uh, yeah. So I've been competitive now for four years. I compete in, uh, most of the competitions that I compete in are uh, drug tested, but I also do compete in untested federations where they basically, it's just untested. So if you use, you use, and if you don't, you don't, um, but, uh, they don't test. So you can compete. It's it's they get, you anyone can compete in an untested federation, whether they're on drugs or not. Um, but I've always done uh, tested feds because I am a natural strength athlete. Um, in terms of steroid use itself, I really don't have any problem with it. Uh, for me, it's kind of like one of those things where uh, it's just a personal choice. Um, there are health, there are side effects and health effects to it, um, and uh, I am just. Like it's a personal choice and I'm just unwilling to, uh, to play those games. Um, I, I, I've never had an issue with 
strength in general is a time is a, is a is a time game. You know, you don't get strong overnight. Like you play this sport for years, and so like in terms of steroids are basically just a way to um, speed up the process and speed up. Oh, did I lose you? Oh, there you are. Speed up the process. Um, speed up recovery, uh, and so that you can train harder, faster, sooner, and build more muscle mass. And so I've just always been like, you know what, I'm in this for the long haul anyway. I'm just gonna like I I I, I don't mind the fact I don't mind that it's just gonna take work and time um, to get to that place. So I appreciate that, and and I understand. Well, like you know, you want to make it clear that you're not uh, you know, throwing shade at anyone who does steroids. I have many friends who do, but I, you know, I do want to highlight, you know, there's this idea that judgment is bad and I, am not saying you're judging them, but like you've judged for yourself to not use steroids. And so, um, I'm interested in why that's the case, right? Especially as someone who, you know, you got into strength training, at a point where you, you know, we're having self-image issues and stuff. And it seems like, oh, well, if I can progress faster, if I can, if I can achieve more and more quickly, why not do it? It's, it's better. Is it, is it just because, oh, steroids have side effects or is there something else um, to it? It's really a lot of the side effects for me. Um, And I have never been afraid. I've never been afraid of, so, so when I say, hard. Okay. So let me put a little bit of a background, I guess, around how steroids really work. Um, steroids just by shooting yourself up with any form of steroid is not going to blow you up into a monster. You still have to do all of the work you still have to do. So like, you know, you have to train, you can't just like shoot up on testosterone and blow up like a balloon, Um, without going to the gym, what they do is they basically speed up your ability to recover. And there's a whole bunch of, now I am no expert. I would also like to say that because I have learned this through my friends because I don't have any personal experience. Um, but basically it enhances your ability to recover in, in a generalized term. So you can go to the gym, you can train harder, you can recover faster and therefore, um, lift more weight sooner, or, you know, like you build muscle mass a little bit quicker. Um, But what they do kind of excuse you from is doing the homework in terms of actually eating right and sleeping right and recovering properly. So like I find, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of people will use and like drug, like uh, performance enhancing drugs um, in escape of actually doing their homework to eat right, sleep right, recover right, and train properly. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've just always held those principles in very high regard for myself. So like I have progressed very, very well uh, in terms of strength and very, very quickly, but I also sleep eight to nine hours a night. I track all of my macros. I eat well. I make sure that I got all of my protein in. Food has always been a very high priority for me. And I train, I'm extremely dedicated to my training. Mm-hmm. so and that's not saying that that is gonna run forever um you know like i will never be able to compete with the highest athletes in the powerlifting like world you know the women that i face um 
in terms of like my weight class and the numbers that haven't moved. Like I just won't get there. And I've just accepted the fact that I don't need to get there. I don't need to be the best in the world. I just need to be the best version of me. And I just need to keep working to better um, myself. And so like, it has been very much for me in terms of like the health health effects of it. Uh, I'm not willing to screw uh, screw with my hormones to that degree. Um, I've never really thought about it. Like you, 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 it does come to mind, right? Like when you're in the moments of like pushing the limits, you know, I'm really at, at reaching end range kind of, of, uh, my deadlifting capabilities at a ball at the body weight that I want to be at. Um, there comes a point when you think about it and you're like, how bad do I want this? And do I kind of use that key? Um, it's not that I've always been like drunk, like this is, this is a horrible thing. And like, I haven't been that way. I just, I've just kind of contemplated and weighed my values and my priorities. And it's just not something that I want to screw with. I mean, I I don't think I will ever want to go there, but at least for sure right now, it's not on my plate. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, it's interesting to note that there's always like a trade-off, right? Um, There's always, okay, there, I don't know of any drug that doesn't have side effects, let's say, right? Yeah. Um, and I find it interesting that you don't need to be the best, right? Because, you know, by some metric, the best would require steroids. And it's like, well, if I get Mm -hmm. there, like in order to even have a chance of getting there, I need to use steroids because I'll, I'll just be honest. I came in with a pretty, I don't know anything about steroids, but I came in with a very negative view of them because of the way I currently view Mm -hmm. kind of drug use generally. Right. You know, Mm because for me, it's, it's always like a cheat, like it's always like a shortcut, right? That's the way I view it yeah. generally. Like, and, and if some, if people have actual like ailments and issues that drugs are the cure for that's, or like the treatment for that's one thing that's like, I, but I view that personally as different than, Oh, I'm not satisfied with what I can do normally. So I need to augment myself somehow. Whether that, and and I don't know, I've had some really interesting conversations about drug use generally, but it's always been kind of in the mental space, not Mm -hmm. in the physical space, which is why steroids is like an interesting um, case. Yeah, it's, I mean, in terms of like it being a cheat, like it it is in, it is in, in like, if you want to like break it down to, uh, not having to do the homework. Right. And when I say homework, I mean like eating right, sleeping right and recovering well, like you really have to do a lot less of that homework when you're on, um, when you're on performance enhancing drugs, like that's what they do is they help you recover even when you're sleeping two hours a night and like, you know, like it's, but you know, I don't see it as a bad thing. I just see it as a, as a personal, like as, as an evaluation of your like personal priorities, I guess. And, and um, like, again, it's like you have, if, even if you're on steroids to be training, you still have to train. You just have Mm -hmm. to do less of the things surrounding training. But, but this is also, this also comes back to like, just taking care of yourself. Like people are always like, like, and I've said this too, like, how bad do you want it? It's, you know, how bad, how, how bad do you want it? How much does this goal mean to you? And some people will look at that and say, like, how much does this mean to you? Like, 
my choice is I would like to use some PIDs, performance, or sorry, PEDs, performance enhancing drugs, steroids. You know, I'm going to use some PEDs because this goal is really important to me. And then for me, it's like, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to eat right and sleep right? Right. And, and to me, I can't get my head to not say your choice is way better. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I have a hard time accepting that the, the, the easy way out is yeah. acceptable. Right. But yeah, but there's also, and this, again, that only exists to now, now this is a very high level, but it only exists to a certain level because once you get to a certain level of eating right and sleeping right, you're still pushing the boundaries of physical limitations. Like you're still literally, like I have uh, on, on the platform, it was, it was, okay. So on the platform, I weighed in 121 pounds and I got my second attempt deadlift at 392, which is over three times body weight in the gym. I've done over 400 pounds. Like, like these are crazy achievements and the records that I'm looking at beating in the future are, you know, 20 to 30 pounds away from me. But when you get to that level, making the jump to that extra 20 or 30 pounds on that deadlift, like is like that, actually that last 20 to 30 pounds that I'm looking for there is immensely harder to reach than the hundred pounds beneath it. Like that hundred pounds beneath that, that 20 to 30 pound gap that I'm looking at easy making this final jump. We're pushing, we're pushing the like physical limitations here. And so, Mm -hmm. so to make like, this is, that is a way to make that gap. Now, one of the thing that I would like to highlight here is this also has to do with how North America treats these drugs. Um, if you go to, if you live in Russia and I mean, of course, everyone's like, yes, Russia drugs, but what's really cool in Russia is you can go to a doctor there and you can say, Hey, I am a strength athlete. I want to use these drugs or I want to use something to help me enhance my performance help me. And doctors will actually help you implement a drug, like a protocol and a prescription to help you safely, more safely get to where you want to be. Whereas here it's just like steroids.com because everything's, and I'm not kidding. That's where it is. When I found out that it was steroids.com, I almost died. I was like, that's hilarious. Um, but like, uh, you can actually go and be guided in, in Russia by a professional to help you make sure that you're doing this in a safe way. And so like, I think part of the negative connotation too, that gets, that happens in North America is the fact that it's under the table, just like every other. Right. Like negative, you know, every other drug that gives you a negative connotation, right. Until marijuana was legal, you got it off the streets. Like it's like, or not off the streets from a dealer, but I don't do I don't know anything about drugs. Oh yeah. Anyway. So I think that's part of it. Like, uh, to, you know, I think maybe we would have a different interpretation here of it. If medical professionals could actually help you walk through the process in a safer way. Yeah. I think that's a valid point. I think the entire conversation around drugs is clouded by the, this kind of, uh, social taboo for what it's worth. Like if people want to push their limits, I'm all for them being able to do that. Like, I think it would be cool if there was a, if there was a baseball league where they could take as much steroids as they wanted and you could see how far can someone hit a baseball, right? Like how, how much, how, like whatever, like really push the limits of, 
of what a human can do if someone wanted to do that. But I still hesitate, like even if it was in a proper setting, and this is where I'm coming from with the, like this exploration of drugs generally, um, even if all of the like boxes were ticked and it was like, okay, you're op- you know, as healthy as it can be, blah, blah, blah. I like, I still struggle to not project some sort of inadequacy on these people, right? It's like, why aren't they satisfied with like normal human limits and why do they need to accomplish beyond their grasp? But that being said, as I say that, like if I could live an extra 10 years, I'd want to live an extra 10 years and take a drug to enable that. And so it's like this interesting thing in my mind of like this, like to what degree can and should humans use drugs to augment their existence, right? Um, and I'm interested from, and, and like from your experience, are many of the steroid users well-adjusted? Are they problematic? You know, I recorded an episode on weed use with Tom and we said, neither of us really knows anyone who uses weed that we'd want to be like, right? It's not like oh. these people are like once, like, oh, like they're real, like I, I look up to someone who's using these enhancements because it often comes from a place of not being comfortable just with what they have, right? And so they need to achieve more. They need to push more. And I project that onto steroid users, but uh, yeah. that's really unfair. I mean, like, so there's a few ways that I could approach that. I'm just trying to decide which way I want to start with. Uh, I think, you know, a lot of it does come, like, this all does come down to, in some form or fashion, ego, right? Like, it's like, you want to be better, you want to do better, you want to be the best, like, you want to be stronger, you want to be bigger, you want to be, like, most people in the strength space want to be, um, uh, like you, you want to, you want to pee like we're here because we want a PR. Like we're here because we want another 10 pounds on the bar. We're here because we want a certain physique. We're here because we're trying to push our limits and see where we can like, you know, where we can get ourselves. And so, um, whether or not you are on, you are choosing to use any performance enhancements, uh, we're all still here. You would be lying if you were to say that you were not here for some form of ego trip because uh, you will get sucked into it. In some, now, some of us more so than others, right? Like, I mean, the reality is on Instagram, I post my lifts all the time, but nobody actually gives a crap how much you lift. Like no one on the internet actually cares, but we all share it anyway. And it's still exciting for us, right? Like it's still, you know, if I, when I hit a, a squat PR, when I hit a deadlift PR, I'm like, hi for the week. I'm like, this is, you know, like if I'm hitting new numbers, I'm like, I'm on my toes, like everywhere I go. And, uh, so there are certain, like, like everyone that we know in any facet of life, whether you are a strength athlete or not, some of us are better at either not like we, we have different levels of egotism that we play to, uh, publicly or, or to ourselves. Um, in terms of well-adjusted, I like, I think you have the same spectrum. Like a lot of people who get into strength training, a lot of people who get into powerlifting specifically, we're in it. Like, it's not a pain-free sport. Like everything you do, you're literally inducing pain and strain on your system to produce the outcome. Like we're all not here 
because we are soft, gentle uh, people, you know? Like, it's like, we, 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 we've all got shit. We've all got shit that we're de- like, and powerlifting and training is like some outlet for something in our lives, almost always. Um, it, it is, it has allowed us to find uh, an outlet or a path that, um, lets us work through or manage or maintain like whatever we're working through. Like I know for me, it's been many things. Uh, but so I don't like that. Well adjusted is a good term to kind of label these people label. Yeah. Because it's like, everyone's, everyone's got shit. Like (laughs) Everyone's got our own stuff. Right. And this is just our outlet of, of, uh, personal growth um, one avenue of personal growth that we all kind of approach in our lives. Um, in terms of like, like when it comes to actual steroid effects, like the effects that they have on people, um, because a lot of people, you know, you hear about roid rage or you hear about like, you know, men being either super angry or super emotional, um, or whatever on, on steroids, my understanding of all that. And this is from everyone that I have talked to about this, uh, in the space, um, is that, Basically, if you are already an angry person, if you are already someone who struggles with a certain emotion, if you're already someone who's like very highly sexually active, um, the like depending on which drug you're on, some are better than others and some are worse, like more intense than others. It will basically just take that um, already existing uh, uh, like um, uh, ver- like emotional piece and it'll just like amplify it right so it's like if you're already angry we're gonna take that angry and we're gonna turn it to a 10 or or an eight or a five depending on like how which what you're on and how what the dosage is that you're on and and all of that stuff so it's uh that's kind of how it tends to affect people so it's it's more it more just kind of uh elevates and heightens what already exists uh so i know a lot of people like i know a lot of guys who um are very level-headed like I like very level head. Like I've, you know, like guys who I would never, I, you know, a couple of times, there's many people in the industry that I've looked at them and I've been like, are, are they on drugs? Like, are they like, they're huge. Like, like, but also the huge kid, I, I, they could just be really, I've been working for a really long time and now they're huge. Um, and then I know some guys who like, especially when it comes to like sexual desire, uh, struggle a lot with that while they're using even more so than normal. Like it's a very, it's a very big, like something that's like kind of always on the back of their, in the back of their minds. I know guys who have had serious, right. Like what you would consider roid rage, um, you know, like anger or like short fuse. Uh, but then I know also people who are like, yeah, it's just like more, uh, just kind of normal, like, like don't affect it nearly as much. So. Yeah. Well, like I said, I definitely came into this conversation expecting us to just kind of like shit on steroid users. So this went differently <laughs> than I expected. And But I have my own like issues around drug use generally, and, and I definitely need to explore it better. So this was a really interesting conversation. And definitely if anyone listening or if someone you know who has more experience with steroids wants to kind of like walk me through it and, and talk about it, I'd, be, I'd definitely be happy to do an episode on that as well. Because for me, it's just... I want to explore all this because I do think it's, regardless of my personal beliefs, I think it needs to be demystified in the culture. I think like people who do want to use need to be able to go through the proper channels, the proper mechanisms, and we need to be able to talk about it properly and honestly 
like regardless of my personal like stigmas around it, right? Yeah. Um, but that being said, I, I also value this because I'm trying to understand my stigmas and, and understand how they uh, relate to other people's views. And so I appreciate you sharing your view because again, steroid use is like a unique, it's, it's, it's one of the few drugs that is directly for a physical improvement and not like caffeine or, or like marijuana or whatever else that's very kind yeah. of like for the, the mind. Um, so, so I found this really interesting. Yeah, it's so it's and now don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm very proud to be a natty, like strength athlete. Like I'm very proud to be natural. Um, and uh, like it's it's a funny space, like in powerlifting specifically, because a lot of people you get to a certain point, and basically, um, you know, coaches like, uh, look, it's time, like, like you know, and I'm not saying like like my coach is. I haven't had coaches who have done this to me, but a lot of people are like, well, if you want to be better, there's a way to be better. And like, if you like this, like they don't push it. It's not necessarily pushed. I mean, some people push it just like anything, but uh, it's not necessarily pushed, but it's very much like uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like you're at the point now where like, if you want to be better, this is an easy way to be better. And it's like, you know, my perspective is just like, look, that's a personal choice. I'm proud to just be putting in the hard work to not only train, but to take care of myself in the way that I need to take care of myself to get better. Um, and so like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm very proud of my progress and, and my status, right? Like as a natural lifter. Um, but I also just, for those who are doing it for, with the right mental space around it, for those who are doing it with their own personal reasons, like, respect just the that decision like i i it's it's i yeah and that's why yeah. I, want, I definitely am interested in talking to someone who in their view is in that position i'm still skeptical but that's because when you say you're proud to be a natural athlete i wonder how many people view themselves as being proud to be on steroids to advance oh. their athleticism so many people lie it is such a hit. Like people in the natural oh, yeah. realm, people in the natural realm, like drug tested athletes, people will use stuff in the off season and then come off of their, whatever they're on six weeks before a competition and then compete as a natural lifter. And that's what pisses me off. If you want to use, have at it, stay out of my rip, stay out of my space because these are my records. Like right. stay out of my space. So it's like, I don't care if you want to, I don't get like well, in strong man. In strongman, you basically have to to be competitive because everyone in the strongman space, there's no drug tested, there's no nothing. Everyone is on stuff. And if you want to be competitive in the strongman space, you have to because you're simply just trying to elevate yourself up to the level of everyone else competing. And so, like, they're just yeah. trying to basically elevate themselves to be competitive in the space, um, which I understand. And that's just personal choice. But on my end, I'm just like, I will just continue to sleep eight to nine yeah. hours until it stops working. I don't want to hear anything else, you know, until taking care of myself stops working. I don't want to hear any others. Like, right. I definitely think I need to talk to someone who is in this camp because for me, like you should only do something if you think it is adding value to your life and enjoyment. And I don't understand how they like, being the strongest strongman adds more value than being the strongest natural strongman or whatever. Like, 
I know if, if, if you understand what I'm saying, so yeah, I don't I get you. Yeah. why that trade-off is ever worth it. I think it's more so people might do it matter of factly or just passively rather than no, this is adding additional value to my life. And yep. that's what I find interesting. And yeah, if so, if there's anyone listening, who's a proud steroid user and you want to come and talk about it, uh, or if you're just kind of open to talking about it, talking about it generally, but I still find it, I'm skeptical of, yeah. of, of this, of this. I can, I can see, I can see if I know anyone who's willing to come on to talk to you. Um, the rough thing is in, uh, in a lot of sports, you are not supposed to be using. And so people will not openly admit or have like wide open conversations about these things until they're kind of done and out yeah. of the sport. I used they to can't. use it. I don't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Right? I have a friend so, and here's exactly how he explains yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so I can see who I can see if there's like anyone that's willing to talk to you. It's just a little bit of a tricky one. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Casey. I appreciate yeah. it. It's given me a lot to think about in, in the broader realm of drugs. Okay. Awesome. I'm glad. <laughs> thanks for having me on.